What is up, Ugnots and Jawas? This is Mando Talk, your home for discussion about first the Mandalorian and then all things Star Wars as well. Now, this is a special episode where our audience actually helped us as far as picking out the topic. Uh, late last night, my co-host gave the great idea to post a poll on Facebook to see what the audience wants to listen to, and we gave two options. Number one was the option of a season one recap for The Mandalorian, or the second one was Disney's Star Wars and all of the issues, positives that go along with that. And, well, I don't even have it pulled up, but I know that season one of The Mandalorian recap won that poll, and it was 67% versus 33%. So guess what? That's exactly what we're going to talk about. We really appreciate all of you out there that voted for that. Uh, we really, really want to keep doing these kind of things, and I'm going to introduce the co-host, as always, Nolan Ferris, to just join in on his thoughts as far as this poll went. Uh, what's up, Nolan? Oh, nothing much, man. Uh, I wanted to say that... Uh, Again, appreciate all the support on the polls and everything and helping us uh, figure out what what you guys want to hear, and we want to give that to you of what y'all want to hear. Another thing, I wanted to shout out to all the people that uh, have reached out to us through social yeah, media. Absolutely. I know we had a couple, uh, one Recently. from the UK, so if you're listening, appreciate it. Yeah. And, and uh, keep giving us feedback on it. Big thing about that is I thought that <laughs> Disney Plus hadn't released to the yeah, UK. Yeah, to the UK. He's so. caught up. He's caught up. So Yeah, he's so we're getting shout outs from people. It's great to see. It's great to hear. We got people liking our stuff from all sorts of countries. That's cool to see as yeah, well. It's neat. So we're growing, we're having fun through the process and I'm just really happy. I'm pumped to be here to talk about this. I'm glad that we got some audience feedback to give us. Yeah, for sure. Um what we wanted to talk about and what you wanted to hear and to join us along with this season one recap of the Mandalorian is a returning guest. He is my brother through the force and also through blood. You've heard him before. It's Jacob Keller. What's up J dog. What's up guys. It's How you good doing? to be here. Nothing much. Man. Oh, I'm, I'm doing, <laughs> You're doing all right tonight. Yes, sir. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, so we haven't really heard from him. I think it was episode six that you were on for. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so, um, we haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah. We also heard him for the Rise of Skywalker preview. Yep. Just overall. Okay, we're not going to talk about Rise of Skywalker today because I will go ahead and tell y'all, Jacob has planned to come and talk about that with us on another podcast episode. Yes, I have. So <laughs> we're going to try to refrain from talking about that. If it pops up, it pops up. It's Star Wars, yeah. so we're going to have fun with it. But I'll ask just, you, what did you think about <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, you're going to go ahead and ask me right yeah. now? Just a just a quick just what did you how did you feel about it? I loved it. He Good. loved it. So I did too. Yeah. We'll leave that as a teaser for him as yeah. far as next week. <laughs> he loved it. I was one that's like I like it a lot. And then yeah. Nolan, what was your? I, yeah, I, it's it's good. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's good. All right. You know? It's good. <laughs> uh, but another thing about Jacob, he's got a unique perspective about the movie. So be sure to check that episode out for sure. Um. And catch his take on it. Yeah, and we're also going to have Brandon oh, Anderson yeah, with us. Brandon, hopefully Brandon will He's make it He's planning on here. making it, too. So, so that cool. way you can hear the two people that have done the preview. Yeah. And as we know, Brandon's not a big Disney... Star Wars su guy. Star Wars guy, supporter. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to have 
a person who loves it and then maybe not so much yeah. but we're we're going to get the best of both worlds i think yeah. right there it's kind of funny that'll be fun uh yeah. brandon texted me with that poll i don't think i told you this no he texted me and he said i hope that the disney star wars thing doesn't win so i can talk about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah so that'll be interesting we've got a lot of stuff to talk about and we're going to just dig into this with season one. Of yeah, we don't have a plan for this season one recap, is, and it's going to no, be sort of like a, a season one recap slash speculation, speculation. Into, se- into season two. So yeah. just follow along with us, and we're going to try to do a quick overview. Yeah. And then first thing I wanted to ask just to get us kick-started yeah, is, let's do it. what, and we'll start with you, Caleb, what Ten was four. your favorite episode chapter of this oh, season? Oh, gosh, okay. I know it's hard because okay. that is a, hard See, a lot. Okay, it's that's coming a, to you next. That's a Jacob, great so. question. <laughs> great question. Chapter three, chapter seven, chapter eight. I will go ahead and say those are my top three. Okay. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Chapter three, chapter seven, chapter eight. I dig it. And honestly, I thought chapter eight landed the season so perfectly that it might be my favorite. Chapter eight. Chapter eight, the okay. very last one, because we get payoff with. All of the people coming back previously, but we get more action with those. Well, that Ka- happened more Kara, in Chapter 7, Right, too. but I'm saying like Kara and Grief, we see more action with those two. We get more character yeah. development yeah. there. That was great to see. And also just the connections between the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian that come out in Chapter yeah. 8, including the two things. Number one, the Dark Saber. Yeah. And number two the death watch that pop up, which Jacob was actually the one that had to call me out on it and say yeah. that was the death watch there in the, in chapter eight that rescued it him is. that rescued, yep. that rescued baby Din Djarin yep. or child Din Djarin, yep. um, from the, uh, what, well, I mean, what is that dro- droid called? The oh battle gosh, droid, I feel whatever. Like they're super battle droids, super battle droid. Yeah. yeah. When he was like in the little shelter there. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So long story yeah. short, or to shorten the answer to your question, chapter eight, Chapter eight. I got you. I, I, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Jacob, what'd yeah. you think? So I would have to say probably the same. My episodes oh, are let's go. favorite Chapter episodes eight? are probably let's go. the same. Oh, man. Three, seven, and eight. Three, seven, and eight. And then what's your favorite of the three? To narrow it down. Hmm. Mine's different. Mine's different than yours. Good. I'll say that. Good. We need d- different perspectives. But if yours is eight, I mean... It's, now, I will say chapter Betty seven. It's a good one. Is. Chapter seven might have been mine had Quill not died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so uh, upsetting to me. <laughs> that's a stab right to the heart. Yeah, yeah it is. It, it was for sure. <laughs> so maybe chapter eight for me is my okay. favorite. Okay, my for favorite. Sure. Of of course, you know I'm gonna go with three, seven, and eight as far as top three, top one. Like the my top one. Yeah, is seven. I'll Ooh. tell you why. Yeah. Okay. In every episode at the end, Baby Yoda is safe. Except yeah. for chapter seven. So it yeah. leaves a good cliffhanger. It, man, oh, it yeah, left you it on the edge of your seat. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everybody was, you know, <laughs> so mad about it. Let me like, throw oh, a, poor Baby Yoda. Let me throw another question at you then. Okay, bring it. Which was the better cliffhanger, chapter one or chapter seven? Oh. Because chapter one was like, oh, crap, who is this? And yeah. what is this? Yeah, so I would say I would say probably the better cliffhanger was seven. Oh, jeez, oh, I don't I know. Don't, I, I'm gonna go to I one. Think, okay. Oh, jeez, I don't know. Let's go with one. 
Okay, I, just was about, because, I was about to disagree with you, but I think it is chapter one. Just because we don't know anything about this character. We right. know of the species. and Well, yeah. we know one person of the species really well, right. Yoda. And, um, well, and the reason, Yaddle, but yeah, that's not as known, obviously. No, the reason I would go with chapter one over eight is because... Over seven. Yeah, over, over seven is because that um, you don't... You expect to see Baby Yoda in episode. Like, if they killed off Baby Yoda like that... Ew. Yeah. Man, Yeah, that is a terrible way. <laughs> yeah. This is That'd be way. like a Ryan Johnson way to do it. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. Subverting no. expectations. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I, I was okay with... I would say the better cliffhanger would be chapter one. Okay, now let me piggyback off that. Just so, because this is a recap, let's talk about chapter one. Start it out. Yeah. So, chapter one, I'll be honest, the reveal of Baby Yoda had me floored. Because I thought that this show was going to be very, very serious. Western. And we were going to get Mandalorians left and right, and we were going to not really have these cute and funny moments, honestly. And this cliffhanger at the end of chapter one where Mandalorian goes on a mission to try to get a bunch of Beskar steel to up his armor game um, ends up being going after an actual being. And that being being a baby Yoda was very... It was almost a Luke, I am your father moment for (laughs) Star Wars. And I would honestly say that it's not... Get, nothing's ever going to touch that reveal yeah. that Luke was Vader's son. But I would say, as far as everything else Star Wars goes, I think this is number two. That Baby Yoda popped up in The Mandalorian. and this As far as biggest reveal? Biggest reveal. And this character has not only... Because first of all, the Star Wars fan base was already wrapped in. They were ready to go with The Mandalorian. Yeah. But this one character, Baby Yoda pulled in an audience beyond the Star Wars fan base. And that's something that I think Disney has not been able to do, yeah. except with this one character. For sure. Jacob, thoughts? Um, You know, you nailed it right on the head. I mean, Baby Yoda is cute and cuddly, so that appeals to <laughs> the non-Star Wars fan base. I mean, the people who haven't been well, with it since the beginning. Yeah. And I remember that meme that you sent me. I wish I could describe it to the audience. Oh no no right let's now. <laughs> no we can describe it we can try to describe um, it. Where, okay so yeah you, you okay <laughs> Cassian you know in Rogue One when Cassian's getting on to Jin saying I've been in this fight since I was six years old yeah, yeah. talking about the rebellion and everything yeah. well it was a picture of like Baby Yoda and all these people now are huge Star Wars fans because Baby Yoda and instead yeah. of saying six years old. Or some or no 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 instead of saying in this fight it says I've been a Star Wars fan since I was six years old yeah and just because Baby Yoda you're now coming in here telling me what it's like to be a Star yeah. Wars fan that's what that meme was it was hilarious yeah when I saw it but I think that's a good summary a good a good representation of what it, this show has done for yeah. the fan base yeah I mean just um <laughs> bringing more people into Star Wars because of Baby Yoda. Yeah. I, that's awesome, just expanding the community and expanding the Star Wars family, like involving people who weren't involved before. That's just awesome. Yeah, you know? and, 
it's definitely a, a really good time for Star Wars fans right now with the uh, the last movie of the you know sequels coming out and then baby Yoda's coming out you know <laughs> and bringing in new fans yeah, we've got yep. Kenobi coming out soon coming soon hopefully hopefully I think golly. it's 2021 Kenobi will be in 2021 oh, wow. I think oh that's crazy so honest I we're re- we're gonna get season two of Mandalorian before we see Kenobi but yeah like exactly but we still got Mandalorian season two is coming out in next fall it's a big time for Star Wars fans yeah, right and now. And also Cassian TV show is still in production. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They're Did you forget about that? About that? <laughs> yeah. So Cassian Andor series actually got released before Obi-Wan. But I huh. I'm, I have seen reports, though, that Obi-Wan might be coming out before Cassian does. Yeah. So we'll see. But like Nolan said, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. We've got... Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I've ignored the haters honestly yeah and i'm you just know what? taking in as much star you know my wars thoughts as possible about that. i know some people who are completely boycotting the disney um yeah saga movies yeah and i really think they're missing out because you know i know that there are some like plot holes in some of these new movies yeah and i know that there are some things that are kind of like well, I'm not really comfortable with that, but just the f- just the experience of going to the theater and going with all of these other fans, yeah, and just watching these newer Star Wars movies, right. expanding on an awesome story that we've been growing up with all of our lives, yeah. You're just really missing out if you don't if you don't want to be a part of that no, I because agree. I'll piggyback because you just don't like Disney's take on it yeah, or something. Yeah. I'll piggyback off that. You know, a lot of people, and this might make somebody mad, but it's okay. A lot of people didn't like, you know, Lucas Films doing like they didn't like them back then, and yeah. then now everybody's wanting them to be like the new Disney movies to be like Lucas Films. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to pick what you want <laughs> and stick with it. You can't change what you want all the time. I'm a fan of the new Disney movies. Maybe not as much as the old ones, but they're still good. And regardless of whether you're boycotting or not, they're still Star Wars movies. So right, if you're a Star right. Wars fan, then... <laughs> You'll always be yeah, a fan of Star Wars. No matter who makes <laughs> no matter it. What. Agree. So right. Agree. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. So... And, you know, Disney's got their quirks about some stuff, and we'll get into that later. On another episode. Yeah, yeah. we're talking right. about the man. We're, yeah. I promise we're not doing our Disney discussion <laughs> no, no, tonight. No, no. We're holding off on that. We're holding off on that. But, like, kind of to wrap that up, though, what we were saying, ignoring all the hatred out there for yeah. Disney, Baby Yoda and yeah. Mandalorian and all of the characters in this show in season one has brought everyone together i think yeah as far as just this show goes yeah now yeah. just like put your blinders on to everything else people i think fans new fans everyone's loving this show yeah it's a really good and well-written show mm-hmm. it's it's very well written there's always whenever you watch an episode and this is what i love about this show whenever i watch an episode I want to watch the next one ex- immediately after yeah, I watched agreed. it. Like, they leave you hanging after every single chapter. I mean, sometimes it's not even they leave you hanging. Sometimes it's just like... I wonder where they're going next. Yeah. 
or and stuff like that. So, yeah, the cliffhangers are very good. Well, let's think about two very well written because we've talked about chapter one's cliffhanger with Baby Yoda. Well, chapter two's cliffhanger was the fact that Baby Yoda performed force powers to prevent the Mudhorn from attacking the Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that itself left me wanting more because first of all I'm a lover of all things Jedi and Force and all of those abilities and seeing Baby Yoda do that for the Mandalorian and we start to see I think if you go back to the chapter 2 review that me and Nolan talked about you really start to see the the layers of Mandalorian of the Mandalorian starting to get peeled back inside that chapter where he's really starting to care for baby Yoda and you start to see the soft spots and he's no longer just this bad to the bone bounty hunter that's out there just collecting pucks and getting jobs done yeah and we start to see from chapter one that fact that he was just a bounty hunter getting pucks doing jobs to chapter two even he's now this man that's fully invested now, I will say, Chapter 2, he wasn't fully invested. Chapter 3, we see that turn. But he's starting to be fully invested in just the betterment of this baby Yoda, this individual that he sees such greatness in. Yeah, so that's kind of like exactly what I was wanting to talk about. Um, Character development. Before the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah let's um, get into it. So you see, like you were talking about, in Chapter 1, he's just kind of like doing it for money, right? job after job disregarding like whatever lives he affects or however he hurts people it's part of the guild right right yeah guild code it's like his work that's his job you know yeah but then like you said by chapter three we see that he has you know this is like compassion on baby yoda and that's just like really awesome to see. He's still bad to the bone, absolutely, all the way through when he needs to be for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But now he's like, he's like a father, yeah. to this creature. The clan um, of two. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? The clan of two. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, even in the uh, Mandalorian way, he is a father, mm-hmm. and that's yeah his clan now. Mm-hmm. And well, um, yeah, it's just you, awesome to see that growth in the Mandalorian himself as a man yeah. and a character. Yeah. How he goes from being like kind of cold and, you know, like the like a Western, bad guy. Western you know? uh, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> doing what he has to. Mm-hmm. Rough, rough around but the But then edges. like he starts having compassion and that just kind of like, you yeah, know. We see him turn from like this, this you know, really hardcore guy yeah. to... Being very vulnerable, yeah, and uh, he's vulnerable in several different ways. He's vulnerable when he gets tested as far as um, his commitment to Mandalorian. This is the way, yeah, the yep. Mandalorian to way, the culture, you and know, this established, especially in way the way that um, they have in yeah. the space prison episode when they heckle him about his helmet. His stuff. helmet. Uh, that was a tease that we got throughout this season. Yeah, and Big so time. we definitely <laughs> see his vulnerability towards, you know, staying true to that, staying true to the Mandalorian way because they raised, you know, they took him in when he had nobody else. Right. He was a foundling. He's a foundling, yeah. Orphan. uh, For Star Wars, yeah. For Star Wars, yeah. At Um, least for the Mandalorian. I don't know if the rest of the galaxy calls orphans foundlings, but at least we know that the Mandalorians call them that. 
Yeah. We know that Din Djarin was a, a foundling, and we know that um, the child, Baby yep. Yoda, is a foundling. Right. Yeah. And so there's we've the now seen um, both the director for Chapter 8, and I know who he is. I know what he looks like. He's actually the voice for IG-11. I, I'm just afraid I'm going to butcher his name, but it's Taiki Watiti. I think that's how you say it. Okay. Um, he's the director of Thor Ragnarok. Uh, he's the one that directed Chapter 8. Both him and John Favreau have come out and said that both of them are well aware of what Baby Yoda or the child or whatever you want to call them. They're both well aware of what his actual name is. Like they keep teasing people on it and on mm-hmm. social media, and they just won't let it go, though. <laughs> well, okay, and this will let's just get a, into a little bit of speculation here. Do you think let's go? <laughs> do you think that uh, that somehow ba- Baby Yoda the child gives himself a name, or do you think Dean Jaren names him mm. as his child? That's a good one. Hmm. Yeah. I would be extremely satisfied with either. Honestly, I think yeah, for sure. Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. That's a if good. If he ever I mean, gets back, it's to, a good question that we're gonna need answered. Yeah, yeah, I think so. If Baby Yoda ever makes it back to his home planet, because we've never seen their home planet. No. Yeah, and now that's Din Djarin's mission is to find. Do you think so? The War Mandalorian said that he needs to take. Well, yeah. I feel like she was talking about you need to take him to the. Jedi. Right. There's two different perspectives oh, really? here. You could think about him taking it because she says you need to take him to his kind. Well, you could yeah. interpret it two ways. As the force number users. one, force users, or number two, his actual species. Hmm. So I think we actually kind of speculated that a little bit on chapter eight, yeah. but we didn't really dive into it. I think that in season two, we're going to make our way back to the core. And we're going to see Gosh, I hope some so. of, you know, the New Republic being formed and stuff like that. I think we're going to see a little bit more tie-ins to the sequels. sequels? I th- yeah, I think we're going to get that. Yeah. That would be good because it would add more validity to the sequel trilogy, too. Yeah. And just like, you know, um, The Rise of Skywalker did. You know, yeah. The Rise of Skywalker was the best movie of the sequels, in my opinion. Okay. Um, and I think the way it was written made the other two movies better. Okay. I think there's people out there that would disagree with you, but I mean, I understand. Because, well, episode eight was not my favorite at all. But after watching The Rise of Skywalker, I see a lot more of things in episode eight like i'm not going to get into the writing and the directing and all that but i like the episode eight a lot better than i do yeah now that i've seen chapter or episode nine yeah yeah okay i'll say that all right but back to the mandalorian <laughs> we keep getting off <laughs> i know i know i know but uh, we we were kind of focused in there on chapter two and i do before we leave chapter two and we go elsewhere i do want to say one of the most reflecting back on the entire season in the moment just because i wanted more focus on the mandalorian baby yoda in chapter two in the moment i was kind of frustrated when a lot of the episode focused on the jawas but reflecting back to it i think that was really one of the most 
enjoyable moments for me. And the suka line. Suka, oh, suka. yeah. I loved yeah. that. And yeah. I still think that that's one of my f- favorite moments from yeah. the show. With the job when he's <laughs> like just with just the, the just like the whole interaction between all of them, For sure. and I love, where we yeah. see the Mandalorian say that guns are part of his religion. My yeah. favorite part, and my we favorite see line from the movie. we see the ja- from the show. We see the Jawas, or when the Mandalorian's trying to is trying to speak Jawanese or whatever, however you say it, <laughs> and the Jawas you re- sound like a Wookie <laughs> reply by saying that he sounds like a Wookie. That's just. That's Star Wars to me. Yeah. It's like that humor, and it's connecting back to A New Hope, and it was, yeah. It just makes me happy. It's, it's just, it makes me happy talking about it. Yeah, it was a sure. it was a good episode. I mean, everything was positive in that episode, pretty much. In my opinion, no, I I would absolutely agree with you, and I I do think that the whole like the egg thing inside chapter two <laughs> was kind of silly, but well, I mean, it you does kind of, again, that's where, that's how he gets his signet. Yeah. True. It ends up paying off big yeah. time in chapter eight, that mud horn. Yeah. So yeah. chapter two ends up being extremely important it, yeah, as far important. as character growth for Din Djarin slash the Mandalorian. Just in case you've forgotten, you know, the Wook, uh, not the Wookiees, uh, the Jawas yeah. require for the parts to exchange the parts that Din needs for his ship, they require him to go get an egg. And the egg yep. is uh, a mudhorn egg. And that's how we first see Baby Yoda using force. the Force right. to protect Din Djarin. Yep. And then that ends up being his signet because agree. Baby Yoda and... So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. That episode two is very important to the storyline. Oh, line. yeah. And I, okay, again, before we leave these first two chapters... I just want to say too that Quill was incredible. Yeah, yeah, one of my favorite characters. <laughs> he by was far. definitely a solid character throughout. Oh, yep. Yeah, and he's there the was Ugnaught. never for, for sure. those of you that are confused. I mean, he's the Ugnaught in Chapter One and Chapter yeah. Two. Yeah, I mean, just um, look at his backstory too. It, um, yeah, very. Why don't you very dive into rich that backstory? Yeah, dive okay, into that okay. backstory. So, from what I remember, um, he was kind of like an indentured servant under the Empire. <laughs> Yeah. Um, which kind of is really like a slave, but he was um indentured servant for on the behalf of his people to pay off a freedom debt, if I understand it correctly. Something like that. To I like believe. free themselves. Yeah. Um, to pay off a debt for his clan. I think I remember him saying something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, and now he he values freedom very much. You see him refer to that throughout the the series he values yep. freedom very much um he talks many times about how he values you know the work of his own hands mm-hmm. because that's how he won or earned his own freedom from the empire agree so um that's really interesting you know like he grew he he's he's got a really interesting backstory yeah as a worker under the empire yeah you don't really see that much nope. you know just like the common dude out there right working out in the galaxy under the empire yeah i don't think you see that um, in any of the movies actually yeah. it's always like people fighting against it and now right. you kind of like understand why because people throughout the galaxy were kind of forced to be slaves yeah yeah in most cases the empire did you know when they would come to a planet and we see this in the clone wars too uh and I know I'm not done with it, but 
just in the first season you see when the empire goes to a planet and everything and they're the, uh, uh the clones because the empire's not around yet in clones. Uh, like the republic you mean or the the, the, the separatists. The trade federation the separate yeah. i got you okay yeah well, i'm following the separatists yeah and so when they go to a planet you see them kind of just they at first they, it all looks grand yeah, and, yeah. and on paper it looks good because they're going to offer protection yeah. and supplies but then they end up turning them into a workforce. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh like we see with Quill and everything. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's just it it's a trend mm-hmm. with the uh with the imperialistic, I guess you would say. Because I uh, you know, the Empire starts with the uh the Trade Federation and then yeah. uh separatists. All part of then, Palpatine's plan. Yes. Yep. My plan. Long have we waited. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, anything else as far as, like, Chapter 1, Chapter 2 goes that y'all want to hit? Man, I'll just say that um, IG-11. Oh, yeah, IG-11. We didn't we didn't touch oh, on yeah. him, but very good character we in the first no episode. We had no idea well, he I'll be real. such I'll be, a big role. I'll be honest. <laughs> My appreciation for his character didn't come until later in the season. I'll agree. And, well, uh, yeah, because he didn't show up again until right. later but in like, the season. Cause, you know? So right. for right now, as we're talking about Chapter 1, Chapter 2, though, like, or actually, he was only in chapter one. He was only in chapter one. Because he gets blasted <laughs> yeah, yeah. through the head. Yeah. Like, I just thought he was a cool character to pop up for that episode, but I didn't really invest in him starting out at that point. Uh-huh. What does he say when Dan's all messed up before he takes his helmet off? Your central processing center yeah. or whatever. Yeah, uh, central remember. processing unit. Your central processing unit is damaged. damaged. He said that will be a brain. Yes, it was a joke or something like That's that. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I really like IG eleven in the yeah. whole series. Self destruction um, thing going yes, on in chapter that's, one. That's my that's my favorite thing in, in chapter one that we didn't touch on. Okay. Is the uh the comedy yeah. That they had I cannot be captured. Yeah, it was really it remi- it honestly reminded me of I don't want to say three PO and people because three PO was always kind of silly. I would honestly compare yeah. it to Cassie and Andor and K two SO. Okay. You remember yeah. that droid from Rogue yeah. One? Yep. I would compare the the back and forth that those two yeah. characters had to that. I would agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Another thing with IG-11. Cool looking. Reminded you of IG-88. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what I was going to say is like he is really hardcore. Yeah. I yeah. mean, as far as weapons and everything oh, and taking sure. out bad guys. Yeah. yeah. He's very good at that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> re- I mean, really good. And I liked watching his scenes, his uh, combat scenes and stuff like oh, that. Oh, I did too. With him twisting his torso yeah. and his and head like and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Blasters Jacob, anything everywhere. else from Chapter 1, 2 you want to hit? No? Good with um, it? You know, like the, the start to an awesome series. Yeah. You know? And that's a... <laughs> to bounce off that, because we're going into Chapter 3... I really the chap the connections between chapter one, two, and three were movie quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would and say. And going into chapter three, we kind of get the finale to the first two chapters, where Mandalorian ended up taking Baby Yoda back to re- to claim his reward of the best car still. Yeah, we see him get his new armor, but then as he's comes beginning, out there looking like GQ. Yeah. And he's just flashing it, too. Let's <laughs> fly. Yeah. And uh, as he's beginning to leave to go on his next mission, he has a change of heart. Because I think it was that ball from the, yep. yeah, the control panel. Yeah, that's right. And he's looking at it, and he's like, well, I miss Baby Yoda. Yeah, he was about. He was literally <laughs> about on his way out. He yep. was. Yeah, he was about to leave. And he shuts it all off. 
And wasn't he going for the Akbar? Oh, the Akbar guy. He wasn't actual. It wasn't actual Admiral Admiral Akbar, but I think it was Offspring. Yeah. So, Are we going to see that again? Do you think? Are we going to see him pop up? He doesn't still have that puck, does he? I know, but that's just a we really good that. connection that is still out there that I think yeah. they could capitalize on. Yeah. I don't think he's going to go after like a bounty for him. I think it'd be just be cool to see the guy pop up or them go to that. It's planet. a trap. Because, <laughs> it, Jacob, if you remember, I know Nolan might not have gotten to it yet. Or, Jacob, hopefully, if you saw this episode in Clone Wars, when they go to that planet where Akbar and all of them are from, mm-hmm. it's all underwater. Yeah, that's right. How cool would it be to well, see. They look like fish. How cool would it be to see Mandalorian there? I think it'd be super cool. Do you think his helmet to see some him. underwater action? Do you think his helmet, like I know his helmet has a lot of gadgets that we're yeah. that we're still figuring out, but do you think his helmet has like a rebreather in it, like where he can breathe I'm underwater? I'm just gonna, I mean, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna roll with it if they show it. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that would be sweet. Yeah. Okay, so chapter three, though, like I said, this is where this show hit a new level for me, and this is the negative with them hitting such a huge level with this episode is because the next few kind of seemed down just because how yes. epic chapter three was very much yeah. so, but we get those like epic Western fights whenever Mandalorian sweeping through the Imperial building, busting all Hide those out. stormtroopers out and doing all <laughs> the Western shots and pulling yeah. them in and using the flamethrower and using that. Oh, what was it called? The Iron Man kind of thing. With the the, uh, the birds, whistling the, birds. Yes, the birds, whistling birds, whistling birds. Yeah. It was legitness. <laughs> <laughs> it was legitness. <laughs> yeah, that episode was great. Yeah, that was that was, like I said, top three episodes. That was probably two or three. Okay, I, was, I'm gonna, I'm I thought gonna, you were about to say two. <laughs> I'm gonna battle with that an eight. So I'm gonna say it's a it's probably a tie between chapter eight and chapter three yeah. for my number two okay. spot. Okay. Um, chapter three was good because one, he gets new armor. Mm-hmm. Two, we get to see more of the Mandalorian culture when he's definitely in, that was when he's in the. I missed that. Oh, uh, the covert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like, he's in the sewers with the other Mandalorians, this is the way. This, this, is is the way. this is the way he came up. Yeah, and oh, at that the, was incredible. At the end of that episode. Is is it the end of that episode? Yes, when the Mandalorians go when off. The Ma- yeah, when the Mandalorians just fly around. Man, man, great kicking, episode. Kicking it was great, I, great I, episode. Gosh. I'm this starting to way. I'm starting to debate my my order of the best ones. Thinking so, back about <laughs> chapter three. Yeah, that one's battling with me for for second spot between that one and chapter eight. That's so good. Um, I right, so just the, do y'all think we're gonna see the Mandalorians again? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah. they're they're are they just too be cool. Diminished in number. Uh, well, here's mm. what I think. Well, I think they already are. Well, oh, yeah, because, for sure. Yeah. Because they took a lick right there. But I don't think we'll see the same ones. I think no. we'll see a different. Well, I think we'll see the heavy infantry guy again. I hope because yeah. he was awesome. I hope. Yeah, and that was actually a cameo of John uh, Favreau. John Favreau, the producer yeah. of the show. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, that was him yeah. under yeah. there. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Heavy Infantry Mandalorian, him, <laughs> yeah, for an acronym, yeah. So yeah, that one to me is is one of my favorite episodes. Um, 
and I guess I don't know what did you guys think it was. Where would you guys rank it as far as top three? Well, like you, like I said earlier, though, now that we're talking about this, I'm yeah. really <laughs> struggling. We'll just wait till we them. wait till we let's talk through all of them, yeah, and then I'll ask and you then, that at the okay, end. Okay, okay, <laughs> maybe. Right. So, chapter four—that's the one where they go to Sorgan, right? Yeah, and we finally get to see Kara pop up. Kara, dude, which was great. Yeah, she was great. She I is think good. If She's we go really back good. and we if we and you listen to the chapter four review, I think we were a little bit critical of her acting. I was, and. Thinking back, though, she really grew into this role, and I really yeah. ended up loving this character. Well, like, yeah. my problem with her, her fight scenes, awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but my problem, I think, with her back then is, like, she would have a serious line. Like, she would be and talking would, about something serious, yeah. and it wouldn't come off that way. Okay, I got you. She would just kind of, like, smile through it. And I don't know. if It was okay, but it wasn't the best acting. But... She's yeah. an MMA fighter. She was. Uh, I loved but, her. In, yeah, in the very, show. very good character, uh, and it developed, and she grew on me yes, through the episodes. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm okay with Jacob it. Right thoughts now. on Kara or just Chapter Four in general? What kind of line um, are you thinking of that? Uh, where she's like smiling and it's serious. Well, and not and not necessarily smiling, but like, uh, and I can't name one right off the top of my head, but like when they're fighting that ATST, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. She just you would think well, maybe she, it, you would maybe think it would be like more frantic it before, and she probably doesn't really true. care if she lives or dies. Because you know? background on her <laughs> situation, her Cardoon yeah. story, she was a was it shock, dro- shock, shock trooper, shock trooper for the Rebel Alliance, and she was yeah. a dropper. So she's been a part of a lot of battles. I'm assuming for um for. Just Star Wars lore in general. Yeah, I would the, think that's safe to say. The Rebels. And we see later... I don't know if it's revealed in Chapter 4, but I do know it's revealed later in the show. We see that she's from Alderaan. And oh, I really? think Yes. It, it, they that's in Chapter 8. Chapter 8 when, when uh, Moff, Moff Gideon's Gideon is, revealing is their revealing past. And she he says that she's from Alderaan. And I know Jacob wasn't here whenever I asked this question, but do you think since she's from there, we're going to see some connections to Leia? Possibly? Mm. That's really hard to say. I mean, where do you want it? Would you not want it, or just anything? I'd be down. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I think. <laughs> I think it'd be great. I, just as far as like a flashback goes, I think it'd be cool to see her in the past, maybe communicating with a young Leia. Yeah. I think that'd be a ton of fun. Or maybe just even on Alderaan, you know? Yeah, because we never really or get having... to see that planet much, except in chat in. in in episode three, yeah, whenever right. she's there with Bale and I forget the mother's name. And in episode four when it... When it blows up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there was one more thing, what though. What is she also um, it, at um, Indoor? Indoor, yes, she yeah. was. That's so intense. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, obviously, the Indoor, because that one's with the... That's episode six. Return of the Jedi. That's yeah. Indoor. yeah that's with the Wookies though, isn't it? Ewoks. The Ewoks. E- yeah, yeah, Ewoks. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So since she's from Alderaan, I didn't. ATS. I guess right I forget forgot that. Um, since she's from Alderaan, that's obviously where her hatred for the Empire comes from. Oh, I haven't even like I knew she was from Alderaan, but I hadn't even thought about how yeah. the Empire blew up her home planet. Yeah. 
Gosh, so that, yeah, when, I would see. I can see why she's so bad to the bone. Then I'm in, in. Mando. <laughs> I'm That's in. what she said. She's like, yeah, she's. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody I knew, you just blew up. So uh, yeah. yeah, count me in on that one. Yeah. Now, chapter four. I really also love the character Omira, the yeah the the, the woman. woman that seemed like there was some love interest love between interest Din. between her and Din. Yeah, he was about to settle and, down. Okay, have have y'all played the campaign for Battlefront Two? No, no. Nah. Oh, y'all haven't. Okay, never mind. Well, those of you out there that have played the Battlefront Two campaign, the main character is Iden Versio. There is a huge Reddit thing out there, rumors that Omira is that same chick, and. Iden Versio was basically like a CIA agent for the Empire. Yeah. She turns up, ends up being Rebel Alliance, and now people out there think that she's gone into hiding, and that's who that character is. Now, I'm not going deep into speculation with that, but I just wanted to talk about that real quickly, just to say that I thought she was great, and I think we're probably going to see her she's again. She's well-versed oh, in we- so? with weapons. So. I think we'll see her again, because they made it such a big point that she would, like Nolan said, that she was so well prepared and well equipped when it came to fighting with a weapon that I think we're, we're going to have to see her again, even if it's not season two, some somewhere down the road. Hmm. Hmm. And see, I don't know if we will see her again. I think we might different, uh, differ in opinions there. I think, uh, I think she's done, but I don't know. Like maybe just a. It would not hurt my feelings to see her because I loved that character. She was good. Yeah, yeah, she was cool. Like she was very interesting, and there's definitely some things there that make me question and make me still interested to see her pop up more, yeah. just because of her background. Yeah, which we don't know about except exactly. for the fact that she's just good with a rifle, and that's why everyone right. out there has is trying to make these speculative connections, <laughs> like they're. Pulling the Iden Versio thing, which yeah. again, that's the character from Battlefront Two. Yeah, but yeah, that's Chapter Four in a nutshell, yeah. basically. And so much, another yeah. thing that I liked they about Chapter ATST Four and when and, and then, also uh, a bounty hunter, hunter tries to up. kill Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, so, so what were you? Move. What were you trying to say? So another thing I like about Chapter Four, um, similar to Chapter Two with the Jawas. It just shows you different ways that different people live in the Star Wars galaxy, you know? Yeah, like true. Like, people that we don't really get looks into their lives in the movies. Just an average civilian. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. poor Creel farmers. Yeah. So we see how Ooh, Jawas live. That's a good, we see, gosh, you have great memory. What was that creature? That What were they? Creel. They were, they were Creel. farming Creel. And Is that's that like what, Star Wars shrimp? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, Creel is like a regular. I mean, it's what whales eat, I think. Yeah. For for oh like, geez, see, yeah. I don't know this stuff. But um, that's that's getting way. Yeah. But I think in our Jacob, world, but that's like what they really made tiny. Them, yeah, that's what they made those blue drinks out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Jacob, so, did you have anything else? Like, keep going, because I know really, we cut you off. <laughs> it was just really cool to see like the culture and the way that different groups of people. Live, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that know, was really in cool. Star Wars because we don't really get that much in movies. Nope. We just follow. Um, the main. The main yeah, characters the main and characters, their military yeah. movements, you know. Agree. So, we good to move on to Chapter 5? Chapter yeah. 5 was which Tatooine. one? Tatooine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we're going to spend some time talking oh, about this yeah. one. But okay. before we get into speculation, because I know that's probably the main topic as far as Chapter 5 goes, I just want to 
like reflect as far as the Han Solo wannabe character that popped up inside this episode oh, in yeah. Tatooine. Horrible acting job. You think so? Extremely. I don't think so. I think that's part of the character's yeah, personality. Yeah, I thought it was horrible. I did not like this character Maybe at you're all. not supposed to. And <laughs> I didn't think the acting and was And I think bad. another reason why I don't like this acting performance is because this guy, the actor, went on to his social media and said that he hated The Rise of Skywalker and that it ruined Star Wars and that he thought that Disney was trash for it. And I'm like, dude, they just gave you a role for The Mandalorian and you're going to come out and say that? Come on, man. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as like his acting yeah, scenes let's focus on in Mandalorian, The Mandalorian. That was just another rant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this character was obviously a bad guy. Was it? And but I did not Toro like, Toro. It sounds Toro Calican. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Because he's he's got a bounty on Fennec Shand. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That sounds right. I did not dislike the character. I thought the acting was fine. I didn't like. He's obviously a bad guy, so you're not gonna root for him or anything. But um, yeah. I mean, he's. I don't okay, know. he's just there. He's okay. Yeah, he's a, maybe I'm too critical. I just he's a character that plays an important role in that episode, but true. that's it. As yeah. far as the series goes, yeah. he's just a plot point. Yeah, well, he gets, and we might see more of that because Tatooine left us hanging, and we still don't have answers for it. Yeah. Now, before we get to that though, let's kind of talk about more some things though inside that episode because I do want to focus a lot of time on that ending for chapter five. Yeah. Um, I think everyone out there knows what we're talking about, but it was great to see the Tuscan Raiders again. Oh yeah. And it was weird to see them in a, in a role that wasn't violent, violent. Yeah. Like sign language. So that again (laughs) goes back to what I was saying earlier about the Jawas and the people on what's that planet called again? The Krill farmers. Sorgan. Um, Yeah. Yeah. The Sorganites, or whatever you want to call yeah. them, <laughs> you know, you you get a glimpse into Tuscan Raiders and the way yeah. they really are when they're not trying to kill you. You know, absolutely, they communicate and they don't really. They're not. They're not always gonna kill people, kill anyone they see. Yeah. So that was just really cool to see. I think. Yeah, I wonder if this is just having fun. I wonder if the sign language was accurate. And if it was, I wish I knew what they were saying. Yeah. Or was it just like Star Wars special uh, sign language? <laughs> let me try to interpret it. I think um, Din was like just basically asking, hey, can we pass through your land? And they were like, okay, but serious? give me. Yeah, I'm being serious. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know if you were like trying to be funny or what. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, take it as you will. Okay. But like, um, and so they were like, okay, but give us that, uh, those binoculars. Okay, exchange. I gotcha. That's probably basically it. Probably. <laughs> I'm just trying to have some fun with it. Nolan, you trying to find something? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to look something up uh, that I saw that was really funny. And For it, the Tuscan and it, Raider thing or something else as yes, far as? the Tuscan okay. Raider thing. Okay. Well, maybe we can stall for you to keep finding that because I think I want to hear it now. Um, but, yeah, again, inside this episode... It was really just cool to see Tatooine again. Yeah. Because that's the first time we see it as far as... That's the well, beginning. Since, you know, that's how 
the movie started. Well, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler for The Rise of Skywalker. If you have not seen Rise of Skywalker, ignore this or skip over like 30 seconds because I'm just going to real quickly say it. We do see it in episode nine, yep. which was great to see. But, okay, now n- no more spoilers except for The Mandalorian. We finally see um, Tatooine. This was the first time we saw it except the prequels back in episode two, right? We don't see it in episode three. Nope. So it going all the no, way. Wait, pl- yeah, we do at the end. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, kind of like kind of the similar send-off kind of style Yeah. for Tatooine with the twin sons. But it was just great to see it again. And it was great to see... So, yeah, you weren't in here for this conversation. It was Brandon that was our guest. So I want to hear uh-huh. your take on this. It was really interesting to see the cantina on Tatooine. And instead of a bunch of bunch of people and creatures in there yeah. running the show, it was all droids and no one was in there. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like there's some political aspects involved with that, that there's droids yeah. behind the bar there serving drinks and then that no one's there. Yeah. So why don't you bounce off that? Um, maybe like just a change in management, you know. Yeah. Um, but it could just that simple or you think it, it has could, something to do you know, with the it could be that simple or, um, I know, um, you and me have talked about how the empire used droids just like they did people pretty much yeah. as slaves. Um, so, um, maybe that kind of like changed the workforce yeah. in a lot of ways on Tatooine mm-hmm. after cause it's just really interesting because in episode four, 3PO and R2 come into the cantina yeah. and they say, we don't welcome your kind in here. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess 10 years or maybe even less down the road, here's droids running the thing. And that, yeah. I, I know 10 years is a long time as far as like us, but just seeing it on screen, it was it was odd to see droids running the show. Yeah. Nolan, did you find it? Yes, I found it finally. Okay, so this is a meme that I found on Facebook on, like, a Mandalorian page or whatever. And uh, it's the face, like, it's a picture of Anakin. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's... Bef- He's when, angry. Like, when episode that, three. Long it's, hair. It's episode three. Okay. But I think it's when they tell him that he's on the Jedi Council, but he's not a Jedi Master. <laughs> it's that face. Like, Where he's is? like... Let me see. Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, no, no. That's when he's like, "You're the Sith Lord." Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. In the hallway. Yeah. Super angry. Yeah. Yeah. So he's very angry. So what's this say? And the the caption says, "The face you make when you're chilling as a Force ghost and watch some random Mandalorian visit Tatooine, get away with spending Imperial credits, have peaceful negotiations (laughs) with Sand people, sleep (laughs) on the sand." Defeat someone that has the high ground and save a youngling. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really, and really, I was like, man, that is that is perfect. That's on point because that's all funny. of those plot points happen against Anakin, and then they yeah, end up working for the for Mandalorian. the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, do you think that was intentional? Because I feel like I don't know. the people behind the show were pretty creative and smart. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. yeah, they're definitely smart. And maybe it was, but I thought it was funny because I didn't think of it that way about, you know, yeah, uh, whatever that 
person they were hunting. I can't remember her name. Finnick. Finnick, yeah. She had the high she ground. She was really cool. I wish we could have saw her a little bit more, but I get character development, seeing her go, I get that. Yeah. She was really cool, though. Yeah. And maybe she's not gone. So let's go ahead and, <laughs> and dive into that. Okay, she's at the end of Chapter 5. It looks like she's down and out because she's been shot. Slumped over. And we hear these spurs clicking, these boots clicking, and we're out in the Dune Sea where this guy supposedly got killed and digested for years and years and years. And so many people have taken off and run with this. And even Brandon, whenever he was on our show talking about Chapter 5, he was all about it, and I really hope it's true. Who knows? But people think that at the end of Chapter 5, we see Boba Fett. Thoughts? <laughs> Here are my thoughts. Okay, Welcome so, to my TED Talk. <laughs> so my thoughts on this are, this is set five years after uh, Boba Fett supposedly fell into the pit. Yes. Okay. Well, we see him fall in the pit. Well, yeah. So there's no supposedly behind that. But but we don't going. know. I mean, you know, the Mandalorians—they've got the grapple hooks and everything. He could have grappled hook and the jetpack on the teeth. You know, because they had like wasn't it like little like teeth claws or whatever? Like yeah, yeah, squid looking things yeah. that he could have well. In, I mean, he could have just a big claw. We never see him go into the mouth of the beast. I think we do. I, I don't think so. Okay, but, I okay, just keep going, though. Okay, so he's got all sorts of gravel hooks and stuff and gadgets and jetpacks, yeah. so I don't think well, he's dead. Regardless if he goes in, regardless if you're right and we don't see him go in or I'm right and we do see him go in, the tech that he has should still somehow find a way for right. him to get out. Right, yeah. So my thing is this is only five years after that happens. Yeah. In Star Wars chronological time. Okay. And another thing is they're in the Dune Sea. When they're right. on we're on when they're on Jabba's ship and, and that happens. Yeah. They're, they're in, in the Dune, Dune Sea. sea. Yeah. In the Mandalorian. They're in the Dune Sea. Mm -hmm. So they're in the same area that this would have happened in five years earlier. Yeah. It's gotta be. And then the spurs that we see when he walks up behind Darth Vader. Or that we hear. I don't that, think. Yeah, yeah. That, well, we hear them. Don't think he, we see him, but we do hear him. I agree. No, no, no. In, it, chapter, in episode five. Yeah, we, we do see them. him. We see him, but we don't. I, I think it's I something think else on his yeah. person. That's yeah, yeah. That's thinking. Really? But, because I think Lucas has said that he put spurs on him to give him a Western character vibe. Yeah. Well, I we think. don't. We never see the Spurs, but we but hear we them. Hear it. And you know from any Western movie that that's what those are. Yeah. And then at the end of the Mandalorian, you hear this the same sound as he's walking, as they as he walks up to whoever and this is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the cape was torn a little too. Yeah. Like, am I wrong on that, or where he would have fell? Hmm. But I thought Boba Fett's cape wasn't that long. I thought it was more like a waist, like it went to his waist. But in yeah. this show, in Chapter 5, it goes all the way down to his feet. His ankles. Yeah. I'm going to go out and say yeah. it's Boba Fett. <laughs> Jacob, thoughts? I really don't know. It'd Do you awesome. want it to be? Yeah. Okay. It'd be awesome. How I don't cool know how that would relate to, you know, him and... Mandalorian. The, here's the what I want to see. I don't know. Here's um, what I want to see in Episode 2. Chapter, or season two. Season two. Yeah. I want to see them go back to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see. Uh, let's see. I want to see Din Djarin stand up for Mandalorian culture mm-hmm. and take back the Mandalorian armor from Boba Fett and then get into an epic battle. That'd be cool. <laughs> but, okay, so I kind I want to say what I hope to see. Go for it. As far as if it is Boba Fett. So I want you it's to... Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to think to when, kind of like how... Din Djarin's childhood scenes were kind of thrown in there throughout the season to yeah. give one big payoff in the last episode. I think it'd be really cool to maybe even at the very start of season two start the show with giving more visuals as far as that scene goes with him walking up to Finnick lying on the ground never revealing fully who it is until at the very end of the season where they've now come face to face. Like it's more of like a, hmm. here's a little bit of a tease. Here's a little bit of a tease. All right. You do we know for sure if it's Boba Fett or not? And then very last episode of the season, they come face to face. We know it's Boba Fett. Like one of those situations, not to where it's an absolute running plot point for the Mandalorian and his story, but it's like this side thing that we keep seeing like maybe like, 30 seconds of, 30 seconds of, 20 seconds. And then finally, last episode, we see them both together, either facing each other or doing something together. I don't know. Yeah. But that's kind of what I hope. Because yeah. I still want the main focus to be on Mandalorian yeah. and Baby Yoda. And his mission to... Uh, Get Baby Yoda back. Yep. Yeah. Do you As think that's family. his mission? Yeah, absolutely. I think now, because I think he really respects, um, what's her name? The She-Mandalorian? Yeah, what do they call her? The Forge? The Armor? Uh, armor. Armor. I yeah. think yeah, he really, really respects her and takes her word of advice very seriously. Yeah. So it'd be so, cool I to mean, see like, them go back to the core and maybe Boba Fett. Maybe Finnick is still alive and that's how Boba Fett gets involved with the Mandalorian. Maybe. Maybe Boba Fett fell back in. If it is him, maybe he fell back in with the crime syndicates. And because Finnick was employed by the crime syndicates, yeah, he's come across like one of his own. So right. he's like, who the heck did this? I'm going to hunt him down now. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> that's a good connection. That's a good way to tie those two in. Yeah. I, ooh, I don't know. Any we'll other Boba see. Fett thoughts? Uh, that wraps me up. I know it's Boba Fett, though. You know it's <laughs> Boba Fett. Yeah. I'm avoiding... I'll put a whole dollar on it. <laughs> a one U.S. dollar. I'm avoiding telling myself that it's a Boba Fett because I just don't want to be disappointed. I think. Yeah. I'm just like, I'll, I'll be good with it if it's not Boba Fett. I'd be great with it, though, if it is Boba Fett. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to be disappointed if it's not. And so I think that wraps us up for, what is that, Chapter 5? Chapter 5. That gets right. us done with that. And it leads us to my least favorite. I'll go uh, ahead and say it. It is my least favorite. And I think you could probably tell going back and listening to Chapter 6 review that me yes. and Nolan were kind of down, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. we were, were just expecting were something on, big. Yeah, y'all were com- commenting on how... Oh, you, you were the like guest the, on that one. Oh, I was? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, you were the one that was keeping us up and positive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I was not happy about that episode yeah. one bit. Well, um, 
you know, I remember y'all saying that it felt kind of like, you know, where are they going with this? Is this all going to really wrap up the way it needs to? Right. Um, I will say that I liked about this episode the look that we got into of the New Republic and the kind of government infrastructure kind of stuff that we get to see there. You know, we see, like, different criminals behind the bars on that prison ship barge. Yeah. Um, And one of them is actually an Imperial officer. Which was Matt Lanter. He's the voice of Anakin Skywalker in Clone Wars. No. No, we're not talking about... We're talking about in the jail cell. Yeah, yeah. The Imperial officer. Matt Lanter was the uh, Republic guard. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I heard guard and I thought, my bad. My yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about the guy in the prison cell. You remember him? He was, he had the Imperial officer suit on. Yeah, yeah. In the prison cell. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Like, you get oh, that little flash in of the, him. Inside the, in, inside, inside the... Inside the prison. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. What were you saying about him? It was just interesting, you know, to see... To see, see that an Imperial... Guy, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like, like a maybe, different point of view. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the other war crimes. Okay, my bad. And, um... Where was I going with that now? <laughs> yeah, it was just really cool My to bad. see uh, like the New Republic using droids, and they're pretty tough droids too. Yeah. Um, which was developed a really cool fight scene. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that. That so was yeah, the, that was probably my only favorite part of <laughs> no, the my favorite was part the was fav- was like when you know. You had the Mandalorian like in the like the strobe effect, and he was sneaking that out. Was yeah. fa- that was that my was favorite the best. Part. Yeah, but that I mean that was only a short moment. Yeah, agreed. Oh, another thing I thought was cool about about that episode was the very ending where the X wings. Yeah, yeah, in. and all the directors of the show yeah. were the pilots. Yeah, Favreau. They, this whole Chow show was and, a cameo. Uh, what Rick <laughs> something? I still can't say his last name. And like I said, and I incorrectly said it, I thought you were somewhere else when you were saying officer. Matt Lanter was the Republic officer. Yeah. Yeah. That's the voice of Anakin in Clone Wars. In control of the ship. So there was a lot of cameos and pop-ups there. Yeah, Yeah. there wasn't supposed to be any, uh, there weren't supposed to be any people on that ship. It was all supposed to be droids. Right. And then that's kind of where they now come to head really that satisfies me as far as talking about chapter six goes but yeah i mean do y'all think the twi'leks in the prison are gonna end up popping back up and bill burr's character i hope not he dropped bill burr's the bald guy with the i don't know you don't think they're popping up again because i think they will seasons ever come to a head where everyone is coming after like avengers endgame style (laughs) where everyone (laughs) pops up but he hasn't seen it Remember? Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's right. Gosh. <laughs> we need to watch it one day. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe, I, I want to watch it again. Maybe if everyone everyone comes after the Mando in Baby Yoda, we might see them again. Yeah. You know, like. That's true. Them and the Empire with all of their force coming yep. after him at once. Dark Sabers. Dark Sabers. <laughs> well, is there more than one, or is there just one, Jacob? I really don't know. So we were talking about this before. Um, in the old canon, at least, the first Mandalorian to become a Jedi created a Dark Saber. Yep. 
So I don't know if that means that that's the only one, mm-hmm. and it gets passed down from him to what's his name of um, the Death, Death Watch, Watch. Pre Vizsla. Pre Vizsla. From Clone to, Wars. Yeah, yeah. From Pre Vizsla to Moff Gideon somehow. Well, there was also Darth Maul in there too. He had yeah, that's right. That's right. There's so much history to that, and I'm still not. I should do more research as far as it goes, but gosh, it, yeah. it was so cool to see that pop up. Absolutely. But yeah, that we're kind of getting into chapter eight like, stuff. But I'm fine with us just talking about it. That, let's go with it. Keep okay, going. okay. Going. That's like Mandalore the Great. That's like their ancient lore kind of stuff, like their ancient yep. culture, like going back to the foundations of their armor mm-hmm. and how. Wasn't Mandalore like an empire that was fighting against the Jedi? Yeah. Because it was like a power struggle, right? Right. Mandalore was trying to expand and take over planets. Yeah, because you actually hear the armorer say when he, she's talking to Din Djarin later yeah. in Chapter 8 that, yeah, the Jedi used to be our enemy. Yeah. And now she's talking about taking Baby Yoda back to his people, which that's why I yeah. thought it, she was talking about taking him back to the Jedi. Yeah. But yeah. You want me to take them back to these sorcerers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, chapter six, I think we're kind of done with. Let's get into the really fun things. And that's chapter seven and chapter yeah. eight. Yeah. I we mean, finally we get a huge payoff. Time. Yeah. They really are like a part one, part two kind of deal. Yeah. I think they're, they like go with each other perfectly. Yes. And huge, huge payoff with getting all these characters to come back. Quill. IG-11, Cara Dune, they all come back together to go back to where the guild initially was. And what what was the reason behind him going back? Well, first I want to say, you you remember our reaction? Just to get rid of it. He got that transmission from Grief Karga that said, I need help. Gotcha. The Imperials have taken it That's all right. over. And yeah. he, he was like, all right, squad up. Let's go back. Yeah, yeah. He goes this. back and collects every so, important character yeah. that we loved and adored from throughout the season. Yeah. Perfect. Legitimate. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Deborah Chow was really good at that. Yeah. Yeah, she did good with that. That's yep. chapter, she, directed she directed chapter, chapter seven. seven. Yeah. And another big point to point out, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, chapter seven, and chapter eight were all written by Jon Favreau. Yeah. The rest of them were written by other people. Hmm. And in you my opinion, tell. in my opinion, those five episodes are the best. Yeah. yeah, you can definitely tell. Now, I do love chapter 4, but I think those five stood out and you could tell that they were very connected. That are the most co- cohesive if that's what you mean. No, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I mean, for sure. But yeah, digging into it, so they come back to the planet and Grief has convinced Navarro. Yeah, Navarro. Grief has convinced Mandalorian to come back to bring Baby Yoda. He's going to end up helping him. Um, it's a trap to wipe out <laughs> the Empire from Navarro, and, and uh, essentially, Grief had the plan to backstab him. But Baby Yoda heals Grief Karga, and he's even um, like his onion is peeled back too, yeah. like Mandalorian's yeah. was. And he ends up killing the people that were assigned to kill Mandalorian and Kara and, and Quill. Quill, yeah. And he ends up joining their side, and they go in for what ends up being a epic battle in Chapter yeah. 8. Yeah. But before that happens, Quill passes. He's killed. 
Yeah, he gets blowed up. To the heart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, I mean, anything and like he has spoken. I mean, I'm ready to get into chapter eight just because I loved it so much. But yeah. anything chapter seven because I feel like I've been talking. Anything y'all want to say? Death Troopers. Death oh, Troopers. Yes. Tie Fighter. Tie Fighter with folding abilities. With folding uh-huh. wings. Um. <laughs> We see tons of stormtroopers, like yes. clean, shiny, clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very shiny fresh, fresh, fresh. fresh. Uh, Shout out to Brandon Anderson, fresh, like Moff Gideon's, fresh. <laughs> like uh, Moff Gideon's own um, battalion of troopers yeah. come yep. down. Yeah, he was great. We had that. that we had scout troopers. Yep, they were good. <laughs> Yeah, and they turn out to be the most hated characters now after the Chapter 8's intro. Or one of them for punching Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I thought In that conversation that they had was great. Really because, like, it shows you, like, they're just dudes that... Yeah. They don't one, really one know of them was what they're Jason doing. Sud- they're just following. Yeah, the guy from... Jason I was Jason fixing to say Sudeikis. that. That one... What, what's that movie with Jennifer Aniston that they take that RV into Mexico? That's the actor, the dad... Oh in yeah, that, what what is that? That's movie? the scout trooper. Yeah, and he's in uh he's in horrible bosses. Yeah, um, trying to think of other movies that he's in. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah, but he was the scout trooper that threw the punch. Yeah, that's another <laughs> good cameo. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they're just dudes and they're dickheads, <laughs> and they're just following orders. Yeah, sitting on their butts in the meantime. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But, um, until an IG unit comes along and wrecks their world. Yeah, so we finally see IG-11 come back, and he does completely opposite of what the Mandalorian thought he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And he turns out to be really good and helpful, beneficial droid to have around there yeah. at the last minute. Yeah. yeah, I cannot be captured. Must self-destruct. Yep. And that's what he does. <laughs> the, yeah. Definitely. So yeah. chapter to 8, we him, get yeah. into it. The big battle happens down... Oh, I'm just going to call it downtown. In downtown Navarro, yeah. we see the yeah, battle much, yeah. um, occur. Mandalorian goes off again with a huge cannon to wipe out a bunch of stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, Kara uses some weapon. I don't know if it's hers or she gets it. Yeah, I think it's but hers. She's, it's or, like no. shooting rounds like crazy. Yeah, it's like it's a the one gun. she gets off of uh, the Razor Crest, is it not? It's not the... Uh, it's not Gosh. Mandalorian's pulse she had rifle. To have no, 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 no. Off but of someone. It's uh. Oh, big, out of his out, out of his, his vault. Uh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. gun room. I think so. I think yeah, so. she grabs it off of the Razor Crest. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Could she have walked up in an Imperial hideout with a machine gun strapped True. onto her? <laughs> That's a good point. I, I think don't she remember. Did. I don't remember though. But still, she went off. Uh, Grief even got in the action a little bit. IG Eleven was. Yeah. Again, doing what Nolan was talking about yeah. earlier for chapter one. He's spinning around, shooting everybody. Awesome. <laughs> so cool. And cool character. Mandalorian gets extremely hurt. Yeah. And we think he's going to die, but Baby Yoda again uses the force to block the fire. That was really cool to see. It gives him enough time to get away, and IG 11 stays back to try to save the Mandalorian, and we get the helmet reveal. Yeah. Where we see his face. Jacob, because I know I haven't heard your thoughts on it. What are your thoughts on his? face reveal did it did it take away anything as far as mystery of the character or were you good with it as far as character art arc went i'm good with it okay handsome guy <laughs> yep. what's that guy's name pedro pascal pedro, pedro pascal. yeah handsome guy <laughs> now 
because we know he didn't end up breaking the code because it wasn't around a living being That's that right. his helmet was taken yeah. off. I am not a living being. I never was. <laughs> yeah. So true. that was great to see. They finally get away. IG-11 sacrifices himself, and that was surprisingly really sad because, again, like yeah. like I said back when we were talking about Chapter 1, I didn't really care much about this we droid. We missed a whole section, I feel like. What yeah. did we miss? When uh, he went down to the armor. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, like, she but, we, busted them up. Yeah, she did bust oh, them yeah. up. But, like, as far as the conversation goes, though, we have kind of been talking about that a lot, yeah. though, throughout this episode. Yeah. But, like, you, she but did. But he gets a jetpack. Oh, yeah, he gets a jetpack, which uh-huh. ends up being a big payoff here at the yep, end of the yep. episode. She, he gets a jetpack from more the armor. Like, and, and more grenades and stuff like that. Right. Does he get more whistling we birds? Don't, we don't see that. Don't know? We don't see that. No, so I'm assuming she says arm yourself again, like uh, stock up on your munitions. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully he fills his whistling birds up because that's a cool feature of his armor. Yep. And uh but we definitely see him he gets more grenades and uh uses them to blow up the TIE fighter, mm-hmm. Moff Moff Gideon's TIE fighter at the end. And uh that's when we see him like uh, cuz he's flying around with his jetpack. Yep. And then they leave. Do they How do they leave? Do they leave on the Razor Crest? Mandalorian and yep. Baby Yoda leave on the Razor Crest. Yeah, Kara that's right. And that's Grief right. stay on that planet. They yep. stay on Navarro. Yes. Okay. And then we see the Moff, uh, Moff Gideon bust out of his Tie yeah. Fighter with the Dark the Saber, the Dark Saber, the Dark Saber, <laughs> which leaves us at a great place for season two. Boom, 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 yeah. and that's what we think. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean Jacob, any like anything else you want to say about? Oh, we didn't even. First of all, we didn't even talk about the reveal that. The Death Watch saved oh, yeah, yeah, Din Djarin. Yeah. Because I know, Jacob, you really want to talk about that. Yeah. Why don't you Go talk about it? So I'm the one that, you know, first pointed that out to you, right? Yeah, because I completely forgot about... I knew about the group of people in the Clone Wars. For some reason, I forgot yeah. their name, and I didn't make that connection. So, so did, did you not even notice, like, the symbol... I saw the symbol and I thought I had seen it when before, I, and yeah, I feel when really, I really it, bad that I didn't notice that. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I know I've seen that before. Yeah. So, I pulled up Death Watch. Yeah, that's that they painted that on their armor. Um, yeah. Pre Vizsla actually painted it on his helmet. Right. So yeah, that's so, Death Watch. That so does came that make you Din think when that, he was a child? Does that make you think that Din that the Death Watch? Because in Clone Wars they make it look like they're horrible, a horrible group. So any thoughts so. as far as that goes? But we haven't seen more of the Clone Wars. Right, and we're finally getting season seven next month. So Sabine's sister is now the leader of Death Watch, right? Yes, and I forgot her name, but she is. Yeah, so maybe their badness, like maybe them being like bad people, is because of their leadership under right. Pre Vizsla. Gotcha. Because well, so he was he, like a very militant man. Right. Like wanted to get Mandalore powerful again no matter the cost. Yeah. No matter his own people that he killed. Well, do right? you think that Din was saved under the Pre Vizsla era of Death Watch or after? After, I think. Because... Okay. Because hmm. I, again, I didn't know if the Separatists or the Trade Federation was still around because those are the droids that are getting killed. Yeah. They're getting wiped out. 
whenever she takes over. Because, again, we still haven't seen it fully. Yeah, no, we haven't. Because we haven't seen... um, In Clone Wars, that's like Mandalore. uh, Sabine gets killed. The government of Mandalore gets, like, completely destroyed, ravaged. So that leaves Mandalore vulnerable... Because Darth Maul, at the end of Clone Wars, Darth Maul was the one that was in charge. Yeah. But Sidious comes in and basically gets, like, ends that. Yeah. But that's where the Clone Wars ends. Yeah, so the Clone Wars ends with Mandalore being in complete civil unrest, like civil war, right? Like Mandalorians killing each other. Yeah, and maybe we'll see that in Season 7. Yeah. So that way we can make those connections and maybe predict then... If Din was saved pre Vizsla era of Death Watch or after. Yeah. But I would say after because Mandalore, where Clone Wars series has left off, is in such disarray. True. That a droid army can come in and, you know, the Mandalorians are so fighting against each other that droids can just come in and take over the whole planet yeah um i can't remember what they called it but the uh great purge yeah the great purge is that one yeah and then there was like the day of tears or something yeah that's another one and yeah, i'm not 100 yeah. i'm not as well knowledgeable of that one so we we don't even know what those are yet right yeah. Right, or and we sea, we don't really know what we know we know what the Great Purge is. We just haven't seen it, and that's yeah. what I'm assuming we'll see it in season seven. Now, is the Great Purge when the Empire came in and after? Yes, that's Empire. Took, like, took all of their Beskar steel, yes. and I assume just like left the planet desolate. Yes, or something? that's Great Purge. Okay. Now, Trail of Tears. I I'm not sure. Trail of Tears. Is that what it's called? No. What'd you call it? Something like Day of Tears or something. Trail of Tears is just what I know. Day of Tears. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Yeah. We. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And I'm sure it's out there. Like also, if it's not out there, we'll get an answer. Yeah. And also the Siege of Mandalore. Like, do we know what that is? That's. That's next in Clone Wars too. I think. Yeah. So you know, who knows whether these names. That Mandalorians have for these things, yeah. In Clone Wars, overlap with things that were that have different names for you right. know, like like the Siege of Mandalore might be the Day of Tears or something. True, it might just be another called. phrase that they yeah yeah they because use. it's personal to them. Yeah, Man, so I don't I, know. I can't wait, and I really yeah, hope yeah. Clone, <laughs> I really hope Clone Wars connects to the Mandalorian to give it. That would be awesome. Meaning. I mean, it would just make sense from a business standpoint. If yeah. they're putting the show on Disney Plus, and everyone is well... The Mandalorian is what drew people to Disney Plus. Yeah. And it would just make sense from a business standpoint for the next Star Wars TV show that they put on there, even though it's animated, to connect to it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they capitalize on that. I hope so, too. That'd be awesome to see more, you know... We also don't really know if, um, yeah, he's not Mandalorian by birth. Yeah, and we don't even know if he's rescued on Mandalore. Yeah, we don't know what planet right. that is. That's right. And I remember in our review episode of that, Chapter 8, I thought that it looked like Naboo. Just the yeah, just, just the buildings the and the way it looks. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I'm sure we'll get answers <laughs> eventually, but... yeah. But yeah, he was saved by Death Watch, so that's yep. 
an awesome connection. Yep. And it really kind of makes you wonder, because Death Watch took off their helmets. Right, they did. So it makes you wonder, when did that start happening? True. Is it like after the Empire came in and there's just like nothing left? So they've got to like That's stay. That's a great question. They've got to like be committed yeah, like underground warriors kind of thing. No, that's a great question. Hopefully, that, we maybe get that, answers to that all of this. Maybe Lynn tells me that it's after Pre Vizsla then. Yeah, because of the helmet issue. Yeah, because Death Watch always took their helmets off. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. So that's really that's a that's a good thing to think about. But I think that teases off great for season two. Yeah, and I can't wait to see season two. I hope you can't wait to see season two. I know all of us here at Mando Talk are going to be pumped whenever that comes back out, so we have heavy source material and content to talk with you. But I will say this. I had a ton of fun. I know I was questionable going into this podcast episode how we were going to do this as far as doing a recap as far as because the audience, the fans of Mando Talk voted for it. But this was a blast. Yeah, Yeah, I I think we had fun. I think we had pretty decent um, discussion about yeah. some things and uh, worked some of our problems out with uh, with what we had in the season. Which uh, I didn't have many. Just no, <laughs> I mean we didn't have many. We was just talking about some stuff, and we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, and uh, we'll probably keep doing some polls uh, yeah, until would, we till we get back into some regular yeah. weekly content. Right. as far as you know, when the season opens. Now up. I will say I do have just some. I mean I think we've said it on air the ideas we've talked about discussing with each other as far as having another Rise of Skywalker review. Yeah, I think that's concrete. Having Jacob and Brandon come in to do that because they were part of our preview. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about the Clone Wars whenever they come out. Um, yeah, talking I'm about the, for that. Talking about the Disney era of Star Wars and me- mainly just letting us, giving us an opportunity to let let it all out as far as the sequel trilogy goes. Because I feel like everything right. else has been fun and great. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not just the terrible. it's just the layout and the behind the scenes of the sequel trilogy that's getting a lot of people stirred up. And I hope that you guys will allow us to have one of those episodes where we kind of go on a little bit of a rant (laughs) well i mean a thing the thing that i think is the biggest struggle for disney and star wars is trying to balance between um making the fans happy and bringing in new and well or you got and trying to make it original okay no, I agree. I think that's the biggest struggle yeah. for them because Star Wars fans, and you know we're we're Star Wars fans. Absolutely, we're the hardest people to please. Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to give us what we want, but give us what we need at the same time. Agree. And you know, I feel for Ryan Johnson when he made you know the Last Jedi, uh, the Last Jedi because he was trying to do, do something. something that's never been done before and give us you know what. Not what we wanted, but what we needed, and you know that's what he says, and I get it. Yeah, but you know we're the hardest people to please. For so, sure, I would rank Star Wars fans the worst, and then Game of Thrones after because they're pretty harsh too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Baltimore Ravens fans. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> hey, go Titans, <laughs> go Titans. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, 
Yeah, uh, those of you that don't know, we're we're a couple of Tennessee boys. Uh, Tennessee Titans play Baltimore Ravens. You know, we just Second upset round. upset the New England Patriots. You know, we ended that dynasty. So whatever. We set old Tom Brady no back deal. on the bench. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> He'll be up there with Peyton Manning watching the Super Bowl this I'll, year. I'll love to, I'll love to people out there listening that are Patriots fans. But you know, let us no, have this. No one. love. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, Tom Brady, you can't deny him. He's a, he's a very very he's smart smart yeah. quarterback. He's the goat. He's very good at what he does. Yeah. So you can't deny him his talent. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I'm just glad that little old Tennessee Titans put him on yep. the bench for Absolutely. the for the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> Uh, Absolutely, and we're pumped to watch that tomorrow. Yeah, but wrapping this up, yeah, I mean, are y'all good? Well, a couple more things. Yeah, go ahead. As always, follow us on Facebook, yep. like our Facebook page. Like Nolan said, we want to continue to do these. Maybe if it's just once a month kind of thing, like we'll, like maybe uh, all the other episodes, we'll pick the content. But maybe once a month, giving the audience a a chance to pick the topic that'd be fun yeah. that'd be cool to do yeah. something to build community that's what we want to do we've yeah. started to like nolan said at the top we've started to get a lot of people reaching out to us leaving some messages to us putting it on facebook that's what we want yeah and so, of course we'll i mean y'all will always listen to recommendations absolutely about what to talk about and yep. anytime you want to talk star wars with us on facebook twitter instagram at mando talk on all of them we will respond I've got a message that I'm going to respond to tonight, uh, talking about some old Republic things. Maybe we'll talk about old old Republic on Mando Talk eventually. I'm going to respond to that because yeah. we just want to have fun with this, and I hope y'all are having fun. I know tonight we had a bunch of fun having Jacob come on the show. Jacob, anything like anything you want to say just to the people listening before we get out of here? Just well, I just had a blast, and yeah. I hope everyone else did. Just like remembering. This whole series of The Mandalorian because it's been really awesome to see. Yeah. I love everything about it. It's uh, it's like classic Star Wars to me. Agree. And can't wait for season two. And I can't wait to have you back for next week's episode of Mando Talk. And I'm going to pass it to my brother in the force, Nolan, to send us out of here. Yeah, man. As always, I want to say thank you to Jacob. Um, You know. You got it, brother. This is the way. And I have spoken. (laughs) 